0: Hi and welcome to Migrant Voices, a podcast giving a platform to the many voices of foreign domestic workers in Hong Kong. I'm so excited to bring you this week's episode, which I gladly partnered with Pathfinders Hong Kong, an NGO that provides support to pregnant domestic workers here in Hong Kong. After five months of preparation and discussion, I'm so excited to have Carmen talk to us uh, to give us some insight on how Pathfinders has supported the foreign domestic worker community in the last few years. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Today, I'm here with Carmen from Pathfinders. Uh, Carmen, could you introduce yourself to everyone?
1: Sure. Hi, everyone. My name is Carmen. I'm the Deputy CEO of Pathfinders. I've been working at Pathfinders for 10 years now.
0: Wow, 10 years. Could you introduce Pathfinders to the listeners and what is Pathfinders' mission?
1: Yeah, at Pathfinders, we ensure all the most vulnerable and unsupported children in Hong Kong, they are protected and respected. And their migrant domestic workers are also empowered to find a path to a brighter future. So at Pathfinders, we established in 2008 with two of our co-founders, and um, they rescue four babies born to the migrant worker in Hong Kong. So uh, we want to identify the gap in Hong Kong society that women and babies who go under Ground and undocumented, they are all well protected and to have a safe path. So at Pathfinder, we try to bridge the gap on the belief that no child should be born alone and deprived of medical support and social uh, service.
0: I see. I think that it's really interesting that Pathfinders cater to this. I think it's a topic that is not very much covered in Hong Kong society. So Um, maybe you could go into specifics of what type of services that Pathfinder provides and who does Pathfinders provide these services to?
1: Sure. Um, Pathfinders, actually, as of today, we have been serving over 10,000 babies, children, and women. And Pathfinders is a respected charity that committed to supporting the welfare of children by providing child protection, counselling, shelter, food, health, and education, as well as legal support.
0: I see. Um, I think that especially through the 10 years that you've worked here, do you remember or what are some of the most, uh, maybe a few notable cases that you've come across? You You don't really have to go into much detail, but maybe are there any situations or any things you saw that really left a deep impression on you?
1: Sure. We have a couple typical cases, and one of them is um, we have a client. She was a migrant domestic worker, and she later found out that she was in an um, unplanned pregnancy, so she broke the news to her boyfriend, and at the same time, he she found out that um, he has been cheating on her with multiple girlfriends, so her boyfriend... Abandon her at that time, and she feel lost and confused, and she doesn't know what to do because she also worried that her employer will fire her, will be, um, you know, kick her out of the house. So uh, she find help, you know, like uh, from her community resources and also reaches, um, to the hotline, and she call us and seek advice and guidance of what to do. So later on, you know, she return home and give birth to her baby. I see.
0: Um I think that it's quite interesting because this is a quite a uh, untold aspect of um especially you know the issues that we see with a lot of Hong Kong foreign domestic workers and what they have to face. Um so in terms of the perspective of the children of these foreign domestic workers uh what are some of the issues or maybe some of the difficulties that some of these children might face?
1: Yeah, so like unfortunately like when the migrant domestic worker become pregnant, they often and end up being unlawful terminated by the employer, which is against the law. So after the termination they only have two weeks to find a new employment before their visa expire, which is very difficult for them. Because, um, you know, in Hong Kong, I would say, um, a lot of employers didn't want to hire someone that is pregnant. Um, so most of the time they will fear of going home, um, you know, with their pregnancy, because of the society and the cultural uh, differences, they may not be accepted. And they also fear of being regret like and brings shame to the family. So like, if their um, visa expires, they will choose to remain in Hong Kong at that time they will suddenly become homeless and jobless, like leaving them without any access to the public uh, health cares. So um, they should also, you know, um, uh, sometimes they will be living in the park, you know, and then the children were born on the ground and then without uh, memorization and vaccinated, so um, yeah, so also put the child really in danger. A lot of desirable situations. So that the children born to this woman, they often will be born without documentation and support. So um, in the past, we have cases that like the um, the child without documentation for twenty years, thirty years, without birth certificates, and they never get access to the uh, healthcare system, and they never go to school, and they don't even have identity in Hong Kong, just living underground. So uh, this is the consequence that we will see.
0: I think that this definitely sheds light on maybe some of the very difficult issues that a lot of these children face. So it's very amazing that Pathfinders has been able to tackle some of these issues um, that many of these children face in Hong Kong. Um, In your opinion, why do you think it's important to empower migrant domestic workers, especially, you know, with our Migrant Voices podcast? Why do you think it's important to give migrant domestic workers a voice?
1: yeah our aim um is to empower all the migrant domestic worker, and we hope that they can have their voice and also share their opinions you know especially on a sensitive topic which which is the pet, uh family planning because like uh we want to empower them, they will be able to make informed decisions, particularly when it's come to pregnancy and future plan so uh we want to help them to be able to navigate their future plan, particularly you know like finding their white partners, you know, and uh by doing that we have a lot of like preventions, like education, community workshop and outreach to the migrant domestic worker in Hong Kong. So right now we have like three hundred sixty thousand migrant domestic workers and we every weekend <laughs> we always in the park and in the general public to do the education workshop and engage with them. So like we hope that like by doing that we can equip them with the knowledge and support if these kind of things happen, then they know how to advise to their peers and suggest them where to seek help. And as well as I say, they can be more um, familiar with the community resources where they can get access.
0: I think that's really cool because I remember that actually some of the migrant domestic workers that I interviewed previously, I think Maria, she actually is a volunteer here. And so it's quite amazing to see how Pathfinders has been able to empower Um, different domestic workers to work together and also um, maybe provide some education workshops and help them you know um, empower themselves so I I really want to kind of give a thank you for that Um, finally you know um, I'm a very keen student I really want to see and find a way that i can contribute to the issues that foreign domestic workers face in hong kong so in your opinion what do you think and how do you think students can get involved and play a role in supporting um, the work of pathfinders and you know the workshops and education things that you do yeah.
1: Thank you for your question. This is really great because, like we have been doing a lot of empowerment, especially educate to the next generation. So one of the programs that we have for our systemic change program is the pioneer champion in this school so actually, this is like you can lead the um a school program which is like uh focusing on our pioneer pack, so in the pack, we will educate like be kind to one another, you know nurturing, you know be respectful, so like all different ingredients we hope that like by doing that we can make sure the next generation of migrant domestic worker and policy maker will be understand uh, the challenge that they face you know by um, the mothers, the babies, and also like contributing to a lasting solution for them. And um, yeah, so this is one of the things that we do and the second thing that we want the student can help us is the fundraise. You know, they can always have, organize their fundraising campaign, you know, in the school, you know, through their NGO, maybe fair day or appreciation days. you know, for the migrant domestic workers. So we have seen that happening before. So they will like organize that little booth and then can um, advocate you know for this um, group and also raise awareness the third things that we are doing is like the hiking challenge so like um, you know we welcome students to be you know our path at Pathfinders uh, by hiking and raise awareness and as well as raising fun in support the community work
0: I see thank you so much Carmen for your time and I really enjoyed this interview and I learned so much more about what Pathfinder does so thank you so much for the opportunity thank you